This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. Living in the Calgary area for the past 22 years has given me a sense of pride and connection to this amazing city. My entire career is here. We have roots here and our daughter is born here. I wanted you to learn more for this Calgary-based podcast about the city So I ventured down to the Central Library and decided to do some research on our history. Being born in the 70s, I thought I'd start in this era. Being a novice crime enthusiast, I was attracted to crime in the 70s, but mostly Calgary's history, whether crime or interesting facts that I came upon. Venturing down to the Calgary Public Library, the Central Location, which is located at 616 McLeod Trail Southeast, proved to be interesting all in its own. From Wikipedia, the Calgary Public Library is a distributed library system featuring 18 branch locations, including the Central Library. It is the second most used system in Canada after the Toronto Public Library and the sixth most used library system in North America. This is despite the fact that the Calgary Public Library has one of the lowest per capita funding in the country, receiving as little as half the money of other Canadian public libraries. The Calgary Public Library Board of Trustees was established on May 18, 1908. R.B. Bennett, who would later serve as Prime Minister of Canada, was among the five people appointed to the board. The first public library opened on January 2, 1912, thanks in part to the generosity of Scottish-American industrialist and philanthropist Andrew Carnegie. We all know that name. Carnegie funded 80,000 of the 100,000 cost of Calgary Central Library. We now renamed the Memorial Park Bench, pressuring City Hall to fund the rest. The building was the first purpose-built public library in Alberta. It was designed by Boston architects McLean and Wright and built out of the local Pascapoo sandstone, a soft stone that today presents a substantial preservation challenge. This library branch is a copy of a librarian at Telboro. Massachusetts. Some interesting statistics about the Calgary Public Library from 2012. Number of items in collection 2,195,354. Number of books to choose from 1.6 million. Total number of ebooks to choose from 61,000 in a 2013 report. Number of Calgarians who hold the library card, 393,430, and it's had its 100th anniversary. The new Central Library building is considered, today the current Central Library building is considered too small to meet the needs of Calgary's population and lacks the infrastructure to support new technology. 
Preliminary planning and public consultation for the new Central Library have been completed, and the project is expected to cost between $225 million and $250 million. City Hall has allocated $175 million to this project alone. The location of the new library will be in the downtown East Village, just across from 3rd Street Southeast from the new City Hall. On February 25, 2013, City Hall has approved the master plan to have the new library be built at the aforementioned location at downtown East Village at the overall cost of $245 million. The planned 286,000 square foot complex is slated to be open by 2018. The newest notation that I've heard about the opening of this will be November of 2018. And I look forward to doing a podcast on that when it opens. First, I knew I didn't want to deal with parking. Since it's located right off the C-Train station, I decided to Uber it down. So London and I got our stuff together and we Uber down to the library. Coming upon the library, it has a collection of, let's say, assorted people outside. Some of them are mulling around, some of them are playing guitar, asking for a few bucks here and there. There's police around, there's loiterers. It's not in the best area of the city, but it sure has amazing character. Going through the front door, there's a couple of police officers there, security. You guys must have a crazy job. Yes. (laughs) I didn't even want to park down here, so I took a taxi. It's not. It's so freaky, so freaky. I'm ready, go ahead. This is the worst corner, isn't it? You must just see everything, don't you? It's, well, yeah. If, even upstairs, you know. We get a call every, I would say, five minutes. Upstairs, too? Yeah. What if, like, the staff you don't call us on the radio? Well, They're feeling uncomfortable yeah. or something? Yeah. Either oh someone my. is doing something wrong or... Wow. Yeah, we'll talk to them. Hi. <laughs> <Oi>. Yeah. <laughs> There is a giant fire truck, engine number 23. kind of surrounded in this amazing place there's a coffee shop and you kind of proceed through and get your bearings so we went up to I believe it was the fourth floor to do local history or um, local history for sure and then the kids uh, the kids floor as well for London.
Once we got to the library, I thought, oh, I'll go and figure out these microfiche machines and dig out some history from the 1970s. So after learning how to use the microfiche machine, which was a lesson in itself, pull out this roll, put it in the take-up lever, run it through, slide this, do that, make sure it's lined up, turn it around so it's not upside down, try to figure out how to read it slowly, quickly, you know, it was kind of a lesson in itself. Then I figured out that you can actually translate it through a standard PC. Oh, I was way more comfortable with this. So once we got that working, then I was looking at 1977, January 1st to the 10th. I scoured through many articles to see if anything caught my eye. I learned very quickly that a few hours, well, a few hours, that I require many hours at this to be A, good at it, and B, actually find what I'm looking for. One thing about the Central Library is it has culture and numerous resources for people to ask. So after I went through a couple rolls of film, microfiche film, I found a few articles that I liked and some interesting little tags from these that I will share with you. Um, And then I spoke to one of the librarians and asked about how I can get more information on local history. Lo and behold, there was a local history room there. The room itself... It's not dark and dank, but it's older, and the lighting is okay, but kind of minimal. The desks are oak. Everything is oak. Large large library desks are oak. Excellent for spreading out and completing your research. The smell, it's got some years under its belt, that's for sure. Paper, dust, and a little bit stale and kind of dank in there. The look is... Definitely from the 60s. Burgundy carpet, oak cabinets lined up, loads of, you know, book supports and handwritten articles. It's pretty interesting. They had these um, metal filing cabinets all lined up along one wall with the little thumb button to move the lock switch over to open the drawers one at a time only. And the feeling in there was culture, it was history, encyclopedias and maps and books and books and newspaper clippings. So we needed to enter this room by a trusted door password. The librarian assisted getting us in there. Once you were inside, it was nice and quiet and there wasn't like the milling about sound of the regular library space. The lady showed us kind of where to look and set London up with some scratch pads and pencils, where she used to the fullest. We were set to investigate and gather some history. I started looking through the fronts of these filing cabinets, and then I found what I was looking for. Drawer labeled Crimes and Criminals in Calgary. 
Then I looked for the years and pulled out these amazing envelopes. They were all hand-labeled with pencil. Crime and Criminals Calgary 1976 Shootout. Crime and Criminals Calgary 1980-1983. Crescent Heights Crime. Crime and Criminals Calgary. Pre-1950. Then I looked for the envelopes for 1970s. London was so intrigued by the newspaper clippings, as was I. The neatest thing was all of the cursive handwriting was done by the same person, the librarian, and like I said, it was in pencil. So I started pulling out all these articles. They even had a neat smell of newspaper. They were stamped with typical date stamp in several colors of blue and red, all cut up by scissors and interesting shapes. I was enthralled in what I found, browsing through to see. What grabbed my attention were two stories that kept coming up over and over. So I decided I I was going to start with these. First, Constable William Bill Sheelever. Rookie cop who died too soon on the job. He started as a welder and then worked hard to become a cop, a chance to do something, he said. This is a story about a guy who loved what he did, was honest, and died too soon. Second, a cold case about two girls found dead at age 14. Patricia McQueen and Eva Dvorak. Ironically, under the Happy Valley overpass, their bodies were found just west of Calgary. This case has never been solved today. Mom, you can make a voice note. Come here. Okay. Look, it can make other sounds, just not like that. Fun fact about Engine 23, it was specifically ordered with an extra four inches of headspace in the cab. The new unique design is now known in the fire service as the Calgary Cab. What is that? That's probably the emergency brake or something. So what was neat about being in the library today? Let's make a voice note, so turn on your voice thing. Another fun fact is, once on the scene of a fire, the 2200 liter carried by engine 23 would be completely used up in two minutes. The hub oil expansion and resulting fire of August 9th, 1999, was one of the biggest fires in Calgary history. Engine 23 was the first engine so this is on fire the scene number that one, day. Right? Yeah. Oh no, number 23. Okay, Bugs, are we ready to go? Thanks for listening to today's podcast and let me know what you think. 
by leaving me a comment or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Blueberry, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcast. Photos courtesy of me, Valerie Moss, and spending the day at the Central Library. Articles written will be given credit to in a future episode, and thank you to the library as I haven't been there since I was a kid. And the ones I was in back then were in my small town schools. This library made me feel more of a connection to this great city. And coming across these two articles over and over stood out to me. The intro and outro for this podcast is recorded by London Moss. The music for this show is written and produced by Jason Schnell, titled Taskham 40. The podcast is produced by me, Valerie Moss through WordPress and GarageBand. Thanks for listening. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.